Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to another episode of We're Not Woke. I'm joined with my friend today, Vintage Infinity. What's up, what's Vintage, up? Vintage, break it down. Let them know who you are. Yeah, um, I was born and raised in New York, and uh, I've seen a lot of pain there. And so me feeling that pain because we're not really separate, you know, if someone else is feeling pain, I'm going to feel that shit. Because I felt so much uh, collective pain, um, I became a community organizer to try to embody the change that I want to see. So that's how one can define me. Uh, I also do content as well. So, uh, yeah, we can get yeah. deeper into it through we these conversations. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so funny that, like, not funny. I don't know. I feel like I started a lot of sentences like that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, growing up in a city, you realize that you kind of feel what everybody else is feeling, huh? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like we're not meant to live so close to each other, but... We do in these buildings, apartments and shit. And it's like we don't know who's 10 feet above of us yeah. or 10 feet to the left, you know? And all these energies are kind of coinciding, even though we may not be able to det- detect that because our awareness is placed on the physical. Yeah. But there's just so many different layers of being that is maneuvering, navigating through data, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, that shit's intense. Like, yeah. we were just talking about a little bit before, but... Mm-hmm. This is the first time that me and Carrington have lived in a city city and experienced that density of energy. And it's fucking gnarly. Like I'm, I've always been so sensitive to other people's emotions Mm -hmm. and energies and everything like that. And living in the city, it's almost gotten to a point where it's unbearable. And Mm -hmm. I I, like lose myself a little bit in all the energy that's around me. Do you feel like that ever happened to you in New York? I feel like I got numb to it. I'm not gonna lie. Fair enough. You know, yeah, but. I definitely see what you're saying and you know as i'm here more in california like i do recognize the contrast too like very more deeply so what kind of con what what differences do you notice like it's more expansive here and it's hot so like like a flower like we blossom up yeah when it's hotter we're like chilling yeah but then when it's cold we're like we tend to do this and like get all hard and shit so like it was like that in new york like where the everything's colder there yeah the hearts are colder (laughs) you know what i mean like just everything is colder so yeah that's one of the differences Damn, that's crazy yeah. you feel like you're better suited for california i can't yeah actually yeah. I, I like warmer weather yeah fair yeah. enough <laughs> dude yeah. that, that's got it yeah that's i don't like, like my nipples story. being hard all the time you know? <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> no that's a good way of putting it Every, like you said everything's colder everything's harder right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the sirens go by man that's another that's another difference. Like, there's, we always hear that in New York, just yeah. constant, like, sirens and shit. Just, yeah. it bombards us. What do you think about that? This is, like, funny, but this is something we talk about. The difference in homeless people. Do you notice a difference in how they act? I will say that's one of, like, the things that is kind of similar. And Really? Yeah. Yo, actually, a story. So, like, the first time I came here to uh, Los Angeles, I was riding a bus. And while I was in the bus, I saw this homeless lady. Yeah. She was... I saw, okay, so she was twerking, but I also <laughs> see feces coming out of her booty hole as she was twerking. So that was like the first time I've ever seen a woman, a human being take a shit and twerk at the same time. And it's like, <laughs> a part of me was grossed out, right? I was like, whoa, that's kind of nasty. But then another part of me was like, I'm never gonna see this again. <laughs> so I kind of want to look. So I was just like, well, was there here to do that shit? That shit was funny, yo. <laughs> that was here? Yeah, that was here. Oh, my God. But I've seen some crazy shit in New York, too. So it's, yeah, God, I it's bet. pretty uh, balanced. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. okay. 
Because in Santa Monica, the homeless people, for the most part, are pretty chill. They won't yeah. bug you. They just kind of yeah. keep to themselves. Like, yeah. they're sleeping on the beach, you know? Yeah. But I've never seen that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty uh, unique shit. experience. That's freaking crazy, man. Wow. <laughs> well, um, actually, okay, to jump into, like, that, I have a question. Um, so living in the city mm-hmm. is, like, probably where, like, quote, the matrix feels the densest, you know? Mm-hmm. And I noticed that in your videos, you talk a lot about the matrix. So when did you realize that you were living in this so-called matrix? And what do you think is its like greatest power tool for keeping people under its spell? Mm, very deep question. Thank <laughs> you for that. We're in it, man. <laughs> I think I first started realizing it like when I turned around 18 or something. Yeah. Um, because I was uh, very depressed and lonely. And so, like, I felt a lot of pain. And that pain was, like, a catalyst for me to find the truth. Because yeah. I'm like, damn, I feel so much pain. I don't want to feel this pain. So, you know, self-reflect and all that. And then when you go within, you go to the core. You go to the source. Yeah. If you go deep enough. Yeah. And yeah. But I did. And so I f- started realizing how I was tethered to something. Like, I would have to pay money for food. But it's like, if we're being real fruits grow on trees indefinitely yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying but we don't have that because they grow grass for yeah. for aesthetics and shit you know but food forests is a term that we should all look up and study and project back into the universe and become the conduit for that change yeah but um yeah so that was one of the ways i was able to det- detect it what was the second part of the question um what do you feel like is the matrix biggest quote like tool. power tool right, to right, keeping right. people hypnotized yeah that's I a guess. dope question because the right questions yield the right answers <laughs> right so i feel like the biggest the biggest tool is media and i say that as a videographer photographer because like even like how when i'm editing videos right i'll realize like i'm actually guiding consciousness the transitions you do and like how abruptly they are it it does something to brain frequencies you know so yeah. if you surprise someone it's like beep boop yeah yeah, beep yeah. Boop, you yeah. know what i mean so you kind of want to guide people smoothly unless your intention is to you know do jar them roughly. yeah yeah but yeah definitely i feel like media is the biggest tool yeah for that yeah 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 and in the editing process you realize how much power and like control you have on that end of things like right. obviously it matters what you're filming and right. what the script is and all that but you can flip things around so hard just with editing right. and right. turn things around so like just drastically yeah. exactly yeah yeah that's true that's why i feel like it's so important that people who put out different kinds of media get together Mm -hmm. and do stuff like this because i fuck i'm sure you feel the same way but we've just been fed so much bullshit like for so fucking long right right i definitely uh do feel like we should kind of like create a new hollywood yeah but damn that's a new that's a very intense statement for the media no, it but is. you know like we definitely do need a new hollywood take out the l we don't take l's we we create holly <laughs> hollywood you hollywood go. you know what i'm saying there like, we go i like that i'm yeah. down to start that we, we gotta start that <laughs> we ain't taking no more l's <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true because we carrington and i talk about that too a lot like mm-hmm. There's going to be a new generation of everything, and Hollywood and media is such a big part of that. So, yeah. you know, putting out stories that 
not only people can relate to, because that is one of Hollywood's biggest trigger, or not trigger points, but like connection points, right, is to evoke emotion in people and connect with them on that. Mm-hmm. And be like, these characters in this movies relate to you on this emotional level. Mm-hmm. And still producing that kind of thing, but just spreading different messages and like helping people not feel so alone mm-hmm. or crazy or not promoting like the amount of toxic relationships I've seen promoted in movies uh, is insane. Right. So like I realized too like what we're inputting into like our mind through these like images um we're projecting it back out bec- yeah. through the way we speak and act, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like when you do that you're literally creating and cultivating this reality because when you say certain things you're going to attract certain people yeah when you do certain things you're going to attract certain people yeah so it's like yeah we got to be more mindful about even the way we act you know not to get too crazy caught up but like you know be mindful of where you're walking you know do you think most people are do you believe that most people are mindful or want to be mindful i say every like a lot of people do want to be mindful but like i don't think a lot of people are because there's just so many many stimuli like bombarding our brain you know and because we don't have the guidance uh we kind of just get lost in many different layers of reality yeah 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 there is so much stimuli actually that's something i've like battled with and i'm I'm curious if you battle this the same thing like Mm -hmm. being somebody who puts out content Mm -hmm. do you ever feel guilt around putting out more content for people to be stimulated by or do you are you able to to just function from that space of like my content is the type of content that hopefully will bring a different type of value to people mm-hmm. to help them live a more present life right i would say um i didn't feel that specifically yeah but it was more so like i have fun making this video and i want to talk about this so i'm gonna do it yeah but um, I would also detect within myself, like, yo, sometimes I'm just doing it just to do it. And I kind of don't want to do that. So I'll yeah. kind of just check in with myself. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had to do that, too, because I'm like, yeah. I got to post X amount of times a week. Right. I got to do this and keep these numbers up. And right. it's like, no, no. To keep up like, with the trends. Yeah, and, like, yeah, fuck yeah, that. Yeah. I just want to I want to post what what is valuable to me and what I think will be valuable to other people right. when right. that moment comes. Like. I don't want to adhere because then it's just adhering to more rules that society that like society is placing on you that aren't even real and it's just like putting yourself in that cage again so it's pretty interesting though because like i feel like most if not all of us have felt this feeling where it's like like yeah i guess like just i lost my train of thought of like being stuck in rules and stuff is that where you're going with it something like that it was close but it's yeah damn good. i lost it yeah no but we all have been man like yeah. i got we both got some in for jury duty recently some have you some in for jury duty oh for real have you done jury duty before yeah i've done that once yeah <laughs> so first of all i think our house was targeted because really? like both of us and some of the people who live in like the front house because we live in a back house uh-huh. like three of them also got some in for jury duty mm. it's like okay you're definitely targeting this house but I noticed how much signing up for that, and he was mentioning this too, like logging in, signing up for this. I know that I don't actually have to do that shit. Like I've gone far enough down the rabbit hole to know that, you know, my name is just like a straw name in legal terms or a straw man in legal terms, you know, it's not, that's not me. But 
I'm I like don't know how to get out of it quite yet, and so I'm just like I have to follow these fucking man. rules that I know man. I don't. But I don't know what else to do. <laughs> it's it's interesting, man. So like. I've thought about that as well, and like about sovereignty, the straw yeah. man and shit like that. I'm hip to it. And there was a point in time where I was going to like devote myself super hard to it because I got like a ton of uh, uh, speeding and traffic t- or, or parking tickets. I'm yeah. like, yo, I'm not trying to pay this shit. Yeah. So I was trying to go that sovereign route and yeah. like sign certain things, do things a certain way and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you hip to it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then I'm like, I know a lot of sovereign people too, like Moors and stuff like that. Yeah. And I see certain patterns. Like, I know my homie's mom, she's a professor at a college, and she's also very heavy on the sovereign shit. Yeah. And she tried to reclaim land, right? Mm, um, okay. But she was unable to because, you know, just the way things are set. Yeah. And I'll, I have, like, a, like I said, more than a lot of homies that are sovereign and yeah, yeah, doing yeah. that. Um, some homies recently ter- told me that they turned sovereign, like they reclaimed the status or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, but they were getting, like, like the mailman, they wouldn't give their mail to him because he didn't, like, he wasn't registered with the state right. or some shit like that, you know what I mean? So yeah. you're incurring a lot of problems when you yeah. become sovereign as well. Yeah. There yeah, are, they make it so hard. Yeah, they make function. it super hard. But, um, yeah. I just wonder, like, if, if that's really the way, you know? Right. Because you spend a lot of time just studying laws and, like... It's, yeah. like, a whole other thing you got to devote your life to. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they've made it so hard to to function that way. And, like, there's no... It's, like, there's no easy transition into right. living nope. a sovereign life or, right. like... And I think about that a lot, too, in terms of building a new society or building a new community, like... How do we transition out of that mm. and into a new system that works? Because obviously fighting the one that exists, fighting the system, does not work the way that we've wanted it to. Right. You know, like, it makes inches of change. It's like, you know, one step forward, three steps back kind of thing all the time. Right. And the same people are always in control. So I'm sure that's something you think about all the time as a community organizer. All like, the fucking time. Like, literally. Like, and... I get excited when, like, yeah. we talk about this kind of stuff because it's, like, the path is not clear. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many variations and derivatives and stuff, but it does lead back to within and our relationships with one another and, like, how we interact with each other. Yeah. That's basically the foundation, you know yeah. what I mean? But what makes up that foundation is the honor, the morals and, you know, honest and all that. Yeah. That's, like, the, the underlying foundation but once you have that it's like any social system can really work i feel like yeah fair enough yeah um but yeah yeah, i have thought about getting land but it's like you need money so you got to tether yourself back to the matrix yeah and it's like do we destroy the matrix wait but the matrix has so much valuable tools that we can use like how a business is operated that's so efficient for cultivating energy yeah the most efficient template there is for cultivating energy and so if you kind of destroy all these templates and stuff, we're starting back at square one. Right. We're going to be living with mosquitoes and shit, you know? Right. So I don't want to do that. So <laughs> I'm going to remember certain things about the matrix yeah. and use it to my advantage. Like kind of like be in the system, extract information, process, yeah. uh, utilize the resources, siphon the resources, and then kind of like bring it back to building our own communities and land. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like weaving that stuff into a more right. natural like way of being Mm -hmm. yeah for sure i hear you yeah because i'm 
I mean, a lot of it for me, I got really into the sovereign stuff when looking at like car registration. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. And I found this one guy on YouTube who breaks down all the laws, all the Supreme Court rulings. And like, he's doing a really good thing. He's He's got his email up there so you can contact him for the paperwork and like paperwork of what exactly to say to a police officer if they pull you over because, you know, their language is trying to manipulate you and stuff yeah. like that. And so I'm like, okay, this is my first step. But this is already such a big shift and so much that I have to learn out of system this is to get out of paying right, right, right. 250 bucks a year or something like that. On top like of that. paying your bills and, like, cooking food and just, like, everything. Dude, know? I got so pissed off when I learned that, like, technically we don't have to pay for registration. Right. Like. So the DMV isn't even, like, a legal government entity. Exactly. It's like a, right. And they use it all in their language. It's like right. motor vehicle is something that you drive to make money in. But you can own an automobile and travel, and that's your private property. Right. And since you're not making money, you don't have to have a driver's license because driving is a separate thing and all that shit. It's, right. Right. bro, I was so mad. I was yeah, like, this crazy. is fucking but, ridiculous. <laughs> but see, it's the marketing, like how they present themselves. They you just know make you think it is. It's a, you guys got to do it. Right. So that's why I'm saying like media is the most powerful tool. Yeah. God. I know everybody's so excited to get their driver's license when they turn 16. I know, right? Not even realizing. But but you means. see like I do recognize why it exists. Yeah. Because then it's like you can't just have anyone and everyone just driving right. whenever they want. You right, know? right, so right. a lot of the rules that the matrix has it does serve a purpose. For right. example, like when you buy land, there's like permits that you got to get and like zoning laws and shit, yeah. which I get because then it's like you don't want to build something unsteady and have it like destroy right, right. fire hazards and shit like that. Yeah. So I get that part, but there does feel like uh, a force that's like just oppressing that even if you know what you're doing. Yeah, it's like you know using I mean? it against us. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think about that all the time too. Because it's like we can have people that know how to build dome homes very efficiently for a cheap price yeah but then they'll be like nah and yeah. it's like you ask them why but then you got to go through mad people go through mad barriers and you can't even like find an actual answer yeah yeah it's just like confusing navigating that world yeah. for a reason you know? yeah 100 yeah. percent. and yeah i think about that all the time too because like i said my ultimate goal is to to buy land and have a homestead and do all that stuff mm -hmm. but i think about exactly that like okay if i'm going to build my own communities what laws or rules or ideals and practices that in theory work here do i want to try and kind of shift a little bit but use the same principle in my own community because yeah exactly like you want to be able to count on everybody to be a functional human being that is not going to try and fuck with your shit or anybody else's shit but especially when you're living in a society as big as america and cities like this yeah, how else do you do it? How else do you regulate it, you know? Yeah, it's, but, it's a lot to think about, but I do think that it starts from within because yeah. this model is like, this model of my worldview, I want to share with y'all, but like, it's emanating energy and light like the sun. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. We're emanating energy like the sun as opposed to like plugging ourselves into the wall outlet and needing external stimuli to feed something within yeah we're emitting it you know yeah what I mean? yeah um what was that saying what were you saying like <laughs> using that about? into your worldview and and structuring a society oh a right so like i think that if we the first step should be being sovereign within yourself so like 
I don't blame you for anything that you may do that pisses me off because I take responsibility of that in the sense of like, you know, why did that piss me off? Yeah. Or maybe because of this trauma that happened, blah, blah, blah. But you're not yeah. doing anything wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's part of uh, what I'm talking about with sovereignty. But yeah, I feel like that's the first step to yeah. be emotional and mentally sovereign. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to like focusing on the physical aspect of it so much. Yeah. Like first in our society kind of thing. That and um, like just blaming people for other shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we should be blaming anyone for anything. Yeah, actually, in that course I was telling you about, they were saying, like, there's nobody to blame. It's nobody's fault, but it's my responsibility. Right. And, right. yeah, like you said, it's you can be affected by all these things that happen in your life, people who have treated you wrong, so to speak. Watch out. <laughs> Ow. Ow. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but it's my responsibility to do something about that. Like, even if somebody comes up and tries to kill you, like, you don't know what the fuck is going on in their head, why they did that, what right, triggered that, right. whatever. And if you make it out of exactly. it, and however it affects you, is like, okay, well, I got to deal with that now. Because right. even going back to somebody for an apology a lot of times, even if they apologize, a lot of people don't even believe it. They'll be like, oh, right. you don't mean that. Right. Or it's just like, okay, now what? Can I let it go? <laughs> Can right. I be okay? And it's like, why does someone depend on that apology to feel better? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I think it has to do with our addiction, like our addictive personalities that is being cultured by society. Yeah. So we easily get addicted to things because we have a void within ourselves because the way we were brought up wasn't holistic. Yeah. Like, we're supposed to have a template of like a holistic family, like whether people are gay or whatever i'm talking about the divine feminine and the divine masculine that could look like energies but yeah. coming into this world as a child as a you know young baby it's their consciousness is being molded by those two energies that brought them in here yeah. and so if they're not healthy then you know they start having voids because they're not being filled up by something you know yeah. what i'm saying so throughout life when we start walking we start trying to fill that void instead of emitting it, tapping into the source and emitting that energy, we're like, oh shit, I need this, I need sex, I need food to like fill yeah. this void unconsciously, you yeah. know? So yeah, it's a lot of self-reflection that goes into sovereignty and what we're doing as well. Yeah. Yeah, when you say holistic parenting, you said it's like the balance, finding a balance of that feminine and masculine right. energy, right? Like regardless 100%. of what a person is regardless of their sexual orientation whatever yeah we definitely do have masculine energy and feminine energy and i think you know all of us embody both it's just some have higher some have it, yeah you know what i mean yeah so absolutely it's just being aware of oneself yeah yeah 100 percent. Yeah. actually fuck you were talking about how people are afraid to talk about this earlier with the whole transgender movement right. do you feel like that's a big part of the um like kind of issues around it because like whatever you think about the movement or whatever your opinion is it's obviously a hot button topic it is obviously something that triggers people mm -hmm. do you feel like it's because like in part because people don't know how to balance out and recognize their own masculine and feminine right. energy within them i yeah because like to to modify your body is kind of saying like i feel like i'm not perfect Mm. So that already stems from a place of like trauma. Yeah. You know, so yeah. because it's like we can tap into a state where it's like everything's actually perfect. 
You know what I'm saying? Just the way it is. And you got to go through certain initiations to reach that point. Yeah. You know, when you go deeper and deeper into your spiritual path, you start realizing that everything's perfect. Everything yeah. happens for a reason. And so it's like, I guess even uh, modifying one's body, right? But Yeah, like they were meant to do that for some reason, <laughs> right? Right, right. Yeah. But uh, I guess to get a little deeper, it's like, yeah, it does come from trauma. Yeah. And so I don't necessarily agree with it uh, personally, but it's like I don't have anything against anyone. Right, right, you know right. What I'm saying? Right, like, yeah. do you. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I would say tap into sovereignty in the sense of like that community. Don't push your ideals onto others and yeah. make everyone cater to Yashu. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we should all be more mindful in the sense of like, oh, you want to be called... Uh, he, XYZ, you want to, they, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But if someone doesn't do that, then why are you getting mad? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you're depending on their shit for your shit. <laughs> yeah, like, you need somebody else to define who you are. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. That's the part I don't fully agree with. Yeah, it's just things get but, taken, like, there's always a pendulum swing with stuff, right? And it's just, right now, it's it's so far on, on, on one side of the spectrum and stuff like that. Right. But, yeah. no, totally, because, like, I... I definitely struggled with my own feminine masculine balance growing up and I still do to a certain extent like I grew up in a family of women who are so strong and like had to tap into their masculine just to survive and like live the life that they live and I don't even have to do that with the life that I've been blessed with but because it's been ingrained in my family and it's what I was taught growing up it's so natural for me to just be like okay I'm gonna take control and like push and do this and there was a moment in time back when I was like 16 where I had the thought I was like well shit maybe I am supposed to be a guy <laughs> but as time went on and I started to heal that kind of missing aspect of myself I realized no that's not the case for me personally mm. but and, and so I can only imagine how confusing it is for kids who have that void and don't have a balanced relationship with their own personal energies and are just looking out to external right. things to like fill that void and, and yeah, stuff like I, that. I feel like there's um two distinct layers that we have to talk about to kind of like see it more clearly, which yeah. is like there was, you know, a group of people that were scared to admit that they felt something for another person because like they were being oppressed, they were yeah. being made fun of. Yeah. And so they had like a little kind of like a spiritual implosion, so to say. Like mm. they like hiding and then yeah, they're yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't I, you know, yeah. so that creates like a lot of trauma. And so I get where the, all that comes from. But the other layer is that I personally feel like there is a movement or like an agenda to kind of like make people confused and like want, be open to body modification yeah. so that they could, they could like, like make more money off of it or subscribe us to a certain system or something. Yeah. And we could get no, deeper totally. into that. But like, no, I mean, sure. fuck it. Like I... We were just talking about Hollywood before this and how satanic it is and like it's unfortunate and nobody wants to believe it about their favorite stars or people they look up to. But the matter of the fact is it's been kind of proven time and time again and those people worship weird shit and <laughs> Baphomet, Satan, the devil. Right. Like, like I'm not judging, but at least like don't fuck with innocent people yeah. you know what i'm saying like you could worship whatever the fuck you want but talk don't fuck people. with innocent people <laughs> for real you know talk about like, people trying to push their their beliefs on others right. without, without <laughs> even like without right. even like really talking about it it's like right. they do it in the most obvious way to where people don't even really realize right. that that's what's happening right. but like baphomet is transgender mm. and the whole thing about satanism is inverting it's inverting what god created to oh, make wow. it the opposite right. and so 
again, it's not to say that some people maybe really were born in the wrong body, if that's the life that they're living, you know? But exactly like you said, to confuse people into thinking that there is something missing and something so big and drastic in their life that they have to do all these things and spend all this money because it is like, bro, my God, I have people in my life who have gotten a nose job or a boob job and just that alone is so much fucking money for that industry and there's so many health issues like fuck my sister had a journey with breast implants and she had them for eight months and it almost killed her like it literally almost killed her it's fucking crazy it's like near 50 percent of women who get them almost die and it's like um like we were talking about before like the difference between new york and cali like one of the differences i noticed is like you know how we're in trains? Like, over there, they would have ads of, like, only 1500 for plastic surgery. And it's like, whoa, like, only... Fi- what you mean? Like, they're desensitizing you to it, like, the yeah. public to it, you know? Yeah. And and because we don't make eye contact in the trains, yeah. where are we looking? We're looking at the ads. And that's, like, a psychic, psychological feedback loop, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you don't know what to do, so, like, look, boom, 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 boom. Yep. It's just brainwashing it's yourself. Brain- yeah, totally. <laughs> Totally. And that's the whole thing about, like, manifestation, that now people are trying to talk about that on a personal level, but media and, you know, people in control of that stuff have been using those tactics against us for years by repeating images, by repeating messages and sounds and all these things to make us create the world that they want without us even realizing that that's what we're doing. 1500 bucks? That's more than a month's rent? Like, fuck. For real, though. And then I think also another important thing to bring up is, oh, this new age movement is fucked up. (laughs) This new age movement is fucked up. You can't, I'm not going to say you can't because everyone is sovereign, but it's like, yo, we talk about, like, like a lot of spiritual people in the new age movement, they're they're hosting yoga classes for like mad expensive, but who really needs that? People in the hood. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't see anyone going to the hood and doing yoga. Yeah. It's just like with other privileged people that have all the money in the world to spend. Yeah. And it's just like feeding that world over and over without yeah. no bridges to people that are in poverty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're not because, the gap. Because we're so disconnected from each other. Like, just because I don't see what's happening in Africa, the starving children. You know, I'm not, I don't even want to say that. I don't yeah. even want to associate black people in africa that's the image they feed us right yeah. it's like why do we do that shit why did Africa's i just one do of the richest shit? continents in the world say please say that again africa is one of the richest continents in the world you know fucking black panther yeah. that's not a fake story nope. i mean they nope. add you know magical right. stuff to it but like the con i think it was congo but congo has the most natural resources yeah. of all time oh so this gets more and more interesting because it's like Outside of America, there's so much natural resources, right? Yeah. But why is that America is, like, one of the highest powers, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I feel like from my research and understanding, it seems like that's because Americans have more of, like, a business-oriented mindset. And, like, countries outside of America, they don't know about, like, business. They're just living life. Oh, right. I got to build a crib. It's community. Yeah, it's yeah. community shit. Oh, um, I want to eat a fruit. I'm going to go get it. It's like simple day-to-day life. Yeah. And so that's why they're not able to accumulate so much economic power. But I feel like if we were able to teach and create programs to teach the youth and shit, like business kind of mindset, because it's not evil. Business is not evil. Yeah. It's a certain way of thinking. Yeah. And I could explain how, like, efficient it is because if you're trying to gather energy, 
you need to have a plan or yeah. that plan or if you because if you don't have a plan that energy is going to scatter yeah. right and so you need a specific plan so like yeah. a mission statement this and that and that's how you're going to get investors to like pull in energy yeah. you know what yeah. i'm saying so share value with people like yeah. genuine value yeah right so yeah i think um business is pretty important for us to learn like spiritual people like yeah, yeah i think it's important but yeah you were saying something about like america being the most business oriented and like right. other places are not like wait what were you saying before yeah no that's exactly yeah. what i was saying um how america has damn <laughs> 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 we need Damn, more lion's mane. <laughs> no, uh, no holistic health joke. Yeah. No, oh, no, you were talking about how people in like the new age spiritual movement, and this was actually a question I wrote oh, down right. like, okay. how they're not bridging that gap between the people yep. who are already kind of like in that loop uh -huh. and the people who really need it. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, thank you for re emphasizing that because yeah. like, it's super important. Like, yeah. yeah, like a lot of spiritual people, we just tend to be around other people that make us feel good and that yeah. meditate. But it's like, yo, like other people are still humans. And I'm not saying like you have to connect to them, but it's like in certain moments you could see people just like, oh, I really identified and labeled you. I don't want to connect with you. Right. Because you're connecting to the surface yeah. of that person, of that being. Yeah. Because everyone is a soul. Yeah. And so if you are not able to bypass certain layers within yourself, like the superficial vanity kind of stuff, you're not able to bypass that for someone else. So yeah. you can't connect to them on a deeper level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it all just kind of stems back to the individual. Yeah. 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 And we all need to to have those moments and have those like tools to be able to discover our own freedom, like our interpersonal freedom and stuff like that. I think about that too a lot in terms of the spiritual community because it has been so dirtily labeled and like <laughs> muddied by exactly that you know influencers people who are just doing it as another way to catch people on the surface and I'm like I think about that even just in the way that I dress sometimes because yeah I have you know sometimes I dress in that boohoo free flowy 